What's up, everybody? This is Terry on the road. We are in Kansas. And uh, we're driving, dirt road. I got the mic set up here. Hold on one second. Get it in the, in the stand here. I got a shock mount for rigged up on the cup holder. So we're just gonna see how this here goes. I'll be on this dirt road here soon. Just stopped uh, about a two hour detour. I've been driving for about three hours. Uh, drove about five, well, about six hours yesterday. Made it to Great Bend, Kansas. And the uh, plan originally was to stop at, at Hayes, Kansas, but all got to Hayes and we had gone forward an hour so I think it was maybe 6.30 and I was like oh yeah it's going to be getting dark here soon but then I realized it was only 5.30 you know real time you know sunset time so I figured I'd I'd go another hour. There really wasn't, there was a decent camping spot in Hayes, Kansas, right as you get in, but it was like an RV joint. And uh, I wasn't about to pay 40 bucks to sit with a bunch of other plain folk at the RV joint. So, uh, went on Google and searched free campsites near Hayes, Kansas. And lo and behold, this website popped up, and it's like freecampsites.net, some crazy podunk website. And I'm going to have to link it to this, <laughs> this episode because lo and behold, this was it. It was an absolutely awesome location. I was the only person there at the campsite. It was a legit campsite. Big turnaround. Uh, had a bathroom, had uh, picnic tables, fire pits, and I went for the, you know, the most wind-blocked place I could find, and I did find a great spot. Might have a good photo of that too to post on the on the episode notes but this big tree had blown over and so um, basically it was about 10 foot high root pile wood not wood but soil all you know intertwined with the roots and so I had a great wind block so I got there maybe 630 um, 7.30 Kansas time. I guess we're in central time now, so got there about 7.30 set up camp and uh, I brought all all my food with me the first the first true test in the in the camping set up in the tundra and man, I mean just can't get any better than what we got set up. We got an easy up American flag pop up 
so I got that right at the back. I'm, I'm realizing where I gotta put stuff so that there's easier access to things. Easier access to the things I need. Uh, you know, right right out of the out of the gate. So first thing that comes out is that easy up pop up. Set that bad boy up, and it fits right over kind of the end of the tailgate and that back door that opens. So those kind of join together and. Really, just wind last night, and no no real rain, so got blessed there. And lo and behold, the wind ended up cutting out maybe around midnight, and not picking back up until kind of a.m. Got up, I think around six six thirty, but had a good night. Set up the pop up strung out the lights that really makes a difference when you're camping anywhere is having light on your campsite because man everybody gets afraid a little bit out in the in the wilderness so there was a little bit of that but it really wasn't that bad um, I got Barrett's shotgun with me so uh, had that loaded safety on that way if I mistakenly pull the trigger you know it ain't gonna go off and I gotta be I gotta be real sure that somebody's going down for me to pull that trigger but man it's been everybody's been super friendly so woke up this morning didn't meet nobody at the campsite, but, uh, so my big goal for <laughs> camp was make coffee and then make a smoothie, and learned a good lesson here this morning that you gotta try things out before you just pack them up and go, so I packed up this small blender, and, uh, I was like, oh yeah. Why would we have two different types of small blender? We got a big blender, we got this small blender set up. And lo and behold, we got a Ninja and a Nutribullet. And I got the Ninja blender bottom and the, and the Nutri, Nutribullet top. So it, it did not work out, unfortunately. So I got all this frozen fruit here in, in my freezer gonna have to pick up a blender that's gonna be the next uh, next stop here I'm about two hours 40 minutes from my buddy's house in Missouri I'm gonna cross state lines here again shortly Kansas overall is very flat uh, I got I got really blessed finding that campsite because it took me off I-70 and I started heading south on kind of a two-lane, uh, two-lane highway, and man, that was a much-needed change-up from the uh, from I-70 East, which is just real boring. So, you know, I took off after 
making coffee, making uh, oatmeal, and I went ahead and put some frozen fruit in the oatmeal because, you know, you can always improvise, adapt, and overcome. So that's what I, I was like, man, I was really bummed out, but then I, I took a second thought at it. And was like, man, there's always there's always a second option, and I can always get uh, get a blender from the store. So thinking about mailing this package of the of the mismatched blender back to Katie, uh, just so I don't have to lug it around for the next two and a half weeks. But we'll see. Uh, see if I actually do that so so here we are we're on uh, 400 East and uh, I drove about three out we had about I think over six hour drive today from Great Bend to uh, getting close to Springfield Missouri and out here I'm just meeting up with a buddy of mine Michael him, uh, he owns a drywall company, and he was the drywall contractor on a job I started um, before my most recent job that just ended. So we've been out to Taylor Park a couple of times, having just an awesome time together, and uh, riding side by sides. I took my dirt bike. Um, just having a blast out on the trail so he says he already found a spot for me he's been scouting for me to find a good spot out in the Ozarks so uh, I'm really excited to see what he's got for me I got my liquid death here did bring a full case of that. That was a nice thing. I uh, I stopped in I don't know where, kind of a country road. I saw kind of a river to the south, to one side, and I was like, oh, that'd be a good place to run. Nice dirt road, soft, and uh, I just took off on that dirt road and. Figured I'd go about an hour and a half, and you know I was feeling good, so pushed it close to two hours, two-hour run, and uh, had a little bird bath, wiped down, shower, got some deodorant on, and uh, back on the road. But I cracked, uh, I cracked this liquid death on my way, on my way. Uh, around the truck, set it on my front bumper, and uh, I forgot about it as I took off down the dirt road, uh, re remembered it maybe a minute down the road, slowly came to a stop, and I was like, nah, it's gone, it's, it's definitely gone, as I, as I got on the road, you know, that's a pretty good bump, pulling on the road, pulling off the road, and uh, so I got back on the road, stopped after about a minute on a dirt road real nice and easy came around front there she was just plant, planted on my front bumper that's a coastal off-road bumper I welded myself so it's been put to good use so far yeah so the other 
thing. It was incredible. Uh, I was putting all this weatherproofing back on my my camper just to make sure it's as weatherproof, watertight as I can make it uh, before this trip. And so I was using one of my pocket knives and that was the day day prior, Friday. I was doing a bunch of bunch of uh no, what day was that? That was Sunday. Doing a bunch of weatherproofing and uh, lo and behold I left my knife up on the roof of my camper and I was like looking for it. I was like, man, I really I really want that knife back, that pocket knife. Couldn't find it for the life of me. Took off on my trip. About hour and a half into the trip, I took a pee break on the side of the highway, pulled over. This is after an hour and a half going 75, 80 miles an hour on a highway. And uh, I look up and lo and behold, the knife blade is open and it's just sitting on top of my roof of my camper and I can see the knife shiny part of it and uh, the rest of it's kind of clogged up by the, the solar panel so I got my knife back. That was the uh, railroad track at 69 miles an hour so apologize we got all this noise here. I am uh on cruise control so every hill man for some reason my tundra just doesn't like going up hills very much so every hill just about it'll crank it up into like second gear and just scream so I might uh, try to mitigate that here just a little bit so we can uh, possibly keep the RPMs down, but so what's the game plan from here? Uh, just ran two hours. Say we got ten out. You know, it was pretty slow. Working back from the uh, this weekend, Saturday, I did my third twenty miler, which was just awesome. I did the same uh, golden loop, and this time I felt even better on it. I had some new shoes. I went ahead and bought another pair. Uh, this one is from oh, shoot. Um, what's the company that Courtney is sponsored by?
So I was running in my new shoes. I did get a blister kind of on the inside of my my arch. That's a, kind of the first time I've gotten a blister there. And I could feel it after about 10 miles. And I wasn't sure what to do. I did stop at about mile 15 and just take my shoe off, you know, stretch my sock. And I rubbed it and put my shoe back on. I didn't take my sock off, maybe I should have, and pop, you know, pop the blister at that point, but I still don't really know if it's best to just pop the blister right as you get one, or if it's better to <laughs> wait until you're done running. I'd say it's probably best just right as you get one, so maybe I'll do that next time. But running on it today, I ran in my same shoes. Brand new shoes. That could have been why I got the blister. It's just brand new shoes. First, my very first run in them ran 20 miles. So I'd say that was most likely the the cause. And uh, but it was a good run. I ran it even a little bit faster. It was really fun uh, going into Golden. And then I instead of running downtown like I did last time because it stopped me. Washington Street so bogged down with freaking people touristing that I decided to run uh, there's a nice path along the river so I ran another mile down the river because best I can evaluate it's 18 miles kind of that downtown and then I needed one more mile out and back to get my about 20 got it got it done felt really rough uh, that evening I went out with uh, with Katie lady and we went to uh, like an auction that her school put on and uh, Katie sung with a group of hers just a real awesome song her principal is a really cool guy got to meet him so it was just a cool evening um, the best part of the day I, I gotta admit was running was running I don't think I really got the runners high I think I got it today though and it was just because it was so fun I was exploring on my feet and I was seeing everything like I'm noticing when I drive I miss a lot of stuff and I try to take it in but you're taking in so much you know information at once you know in two hours that you forget most of it because if you think about how much gigabytes of, of uh, vision you're seeing, you know, driving at 80 miles, 70 miles an hour, it's insane, but when you're running at 5, 6 miles an hour, really get to slow down, see the old farmhouses, weird thing about cows 
is when you run by them, they all just look at you. Nothing they can really do but just look at you. And so that's kind of funny to see, but all in all, it's just super enjoyable run t today. I'm really glad I, I decided to just stop and break up this drive. That's going to be the big benefit of it. I only got two and a half hours left and uh, probably going to get some food here. I'm getting hungry, that's for sure. Just had coffee and then I've been snacking on fruit snacks and chocolate chip bars from Costco. Hit up Costco before I came out. And uh, yeah, I think the last thing I'm thinking about was how good I slept last night. And I did have a dream about somebody coming up on my campsite and me taking the shotgun to him. So I at least know I got the guts to, to do it. But I'm hoping, you know, everybody's super friendly on my run. I was just waving at people, everybody's waving back. Felt like, man, like, people probably think I'm crazy out here running farm roads. But then on my way back, I passed a, a bicycler and I was like, ha. There are people out here like me, you know, <laughs> so as far away as you can get, there's still things that remind you of home. I saw this, uh, remember a few episodes back, I talked about this, uh, this high mountain stork, and lo and behold, I think I saw the same type bird down here in Flatland, and it, the only thing I didn't see was blue, and it might be because I got my new my new Oakley sunglasses, but uh, not sure. So that reminded me of home, the old stork coming through the, the field with the cows, just running reminded me of home that's one of the one of the things I was like man as soon as I saw my truck <laughs> coming back from a two-hour run that was about the most exciting thing I've had in quite a while and because uh, this is my home now for the next three weeks and really we're down about two and a half weeks now it's Tuesday so uh, not not this Friday, not next Friday, but the Friday after next is my Ultra running 60 miles. Game plan for the week is hit up the Ozarks this week until Friday. Maybe get down to Springfield and uh, check out the largest Bass Pro Shops in the entire nation. I think that'll be worth checking out. Maybe get some, get any extra gear that I might need for the Appalachian Trail, if that's so.
goes down. And uh, so come Friday, Michael's going off to a wedding, and uh, I'm probably gonna roll out uh, probably Saturday and head up Rome, Georgia. My goal is to meet up with Chad at CrossFit, CrossFit Rome, so shout out. Hopefully I can meet Chili, Blake, and Krista. So we'll see about it, but I might, I mean, I'm guessing Krista works at CrossFit Rome, and I can just show up, try to meet Krista, and uh, see if I can't get in get in with it have some fun so I just want to talk and share the love share the word see what these guys are all about I feel I feel like I'm uh, I'm very close and if I could just get close to somebody like that I can figure it out so might stop in Nashville, Tennessee. It's the plan, maybe see Theo. Uh, <laughs> that's another guy I really want to meet. Mr. Theo Vaughn, so he, he turned me on to liquid death. And man, I don't think there's another beverage right now that I'd rather drink. run but yeah we're just on the road I'm gonna update y'all kind of as I go I got this mic set up now in the truck so I'm thinking next podcast I'll be at camp in the Ozarks might do a little side-by-side fun one day so I think that'll be Thursday do some side-by-side and uh, yeah Friday probably just hang out I'm gonna try to run every day for the rest of the week at least Uh, to Sunday that was a quote-unquote active rest day was uh, loading up the truck and getting everything packed up and ready to rock so I got a semi that just pulled off in front of me and everybody else is pulling off in front of him and there's a tire in the middle of the road side of the road looking in my rear view mirror <laughs> all right but we're back on it we're good got a lot of semis on these two-lane highways really got to be uh, paying attention I've, I've been, uh, been really in tune with the Lord just with what he's got on my heart 
I got my Bible here on the dashboard just waiting to be opened <laughs> I haven't opened her today but at some point she's getting opened and Lord just speaking to me read something in uh, Proverbs I think it was I think it was Monday morning day before I left and there's something about opening up to what your heart is seeking and reading it and just knowing that man through time that's been put there through God's inspiration and just having that word open up to you specifically you feel like it's speaking to you is something else so I've just been really blessed to see that seeing what day it is here because I can't wait to celebrate three months of sobriety it's going to be one thing uh, on my heart moving forward it's just it was it was really tough getting to the end of my job you know, we spent two and a half years working that job, working with the same people, and it's almost like college and graduating from college. It's such an endeavor, and then all of a sudden it's over. And I was thinking that Friday night, that was one of the hardest times I've had not to drink so far in this two and a half month experience and I told Katie you know she asked me how I can help how she could help and I couldn't think anything but I told her just don't let me drink and I was texting my buddy Dave and he brought up the fact that, man, I think it's really good you got this trip, something to look forward to. And I was, I thought about it, I was like, man, that's the reason I put this whole trip together, is so that there'd be something for me to do and keep me out of that rock bottom state, which is just the norm when things come to an end is, you know, it's a great quote-unquote feeling to be done with something but then what's next and I've been thinking about that a lot been thinking about hunting season thinking about running a lot how do I eat how do I kill things that go into making your life the best you can so that's kind of the, the journey I'm on as I as I push
push forward through that daily decision to be the best I can be. And I'm excited to see what what really that means. I feel like I'm still just scratching the surface. Even at three months, well, not quite. I'm about 10 days shy of three months sobriety, but lo and behold, I'm gonna make it. And uh, I just get to give the glory to God, because there's no way I could have done this by myself. I've tried almost everything, anything that I thought would work, and it comes back to my time of deliverance, and it just took time for me to get here. Thinking about what to title this episode, I didn't really go through any how-to, but it might be how-to drive cross-country and enjoy yourself. I'll give you some tips. Stop frequently. I stopped probably five or six times just on little pull-off exits to stretch my legs, take a pee. I've been drinking a whole bunch of water. That's been a really big benefit. I got a lot of good food with me. I brought steak to cook up last night, yogurts, spinach, frozen fruit, I'm gonna stop at the store, probably get some ice cream for tonight, throw it in the freezer, and uh, find a campsite that you can enjoy. First area I, I pulled into, you know, that was the plan, and then I was like, wait a let me just look for something else. Pulled off, looked for something else. Said, man, this is probably gonna work out. Tried it, it got me off the beaten path and it got me into something really special that was just me and really treed area, really covered and uh, it was pr I felt protected there. Number two, maybe we're on number three now. Take a long break. That two hour run was about the greatest idea I've had in a long time. <laughs> Get me off the, uh, out of this, out of the chair. Like Chad says, don't die in the chair, so. That was the tough thing about yesterday was I didn't, I really didn't get uh, time to be active, so I was a little worried about being able to fall asleep, but it wasn't that bad at all. It was probably about 10, 10.30, well, maybe even 11, so it was 10 my time. So I got through that, and... Uh, First night was good. I think this second night's gonna be a lot, a lot better. <laughs> Just going to bed. I'm gonna have a good, good dinner, eat good food, talk to good people. I called Katie last night. Had a, 
just a great conversation with her. Wanted to see some photos of the the Kit Kats, so she sent me some photos. We chatted. fill your time with cool stuff. Been listening to podcasts uh, with Cam Cameron Hayes Hayes Cameron The Hunter Marath- Ultra Marathoner Dude hangs out with Courtney, hangs out with uh, Goggins I got Goggins book with me out thinking of reading it for the second time. Definitely hang out with good people. Talk to them. It's a blessing here. I get to go meet up with a buddy. Meet his whole family. He's talked a lot about. Just bless them. And he's like, you know, you're our guest, man. He's got this awesome Missouri accent. You know, I told him, oh, I'm going to take you all out to dinner. He's like, no, you're our guest, man. We can take you out to dinner. And I was like, oh, man, you just don't get that too much. So I'm just blessed, excited to be out here. I'm about 23 miles from hopefully the next turn next town I can get some food so I'll hit y'all up tomorrow hopefully I'll be uh, be camping in the Ozark somewhere just having a good time so just thinking about my catchphrase we'll see if this one this one sticks but I got I got cam his is keep hammering and uh, there's one thing I I know and love it. One thing that's gonna be true is keep believing. So maybe next episode I'll explain a little bit about what believing is and what it means. But I'm gonna end it here. So. Love you guys. Talk to you tomorrow. Be good.